A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of Auto Know Better. Luke here, and I'm joined by OKB regulars, Gilly, Carl, and Fresh Meat. Shannon, how are you doing? All right, Hello. thank you. Very well, thank you for asking. Very well. Um, so, yeah, we had a bit of a bit of a busy week. We've uh, we've done a fair, fair few recordings. We had our Enough the Var going out with yourself last week, Gilly, covering for, covering for Carl with Jimmy the Ref. That went really well. Um, and the Brady and Cork at the weekend as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it's probably a good starting point to uh, to probably have a bit of a chat about the the, the Chelsea game. Really, um, we'll we'll come to the predictions afterwards, but um, just get, get get your thoughts. Really, I know I was with you, Carl, watching the game. Don't tell anybody we watched it outside. Um, but um, but yeah, well, well, I mean, I probably got gathered your thoughts while I was there. But anything since I left and, and what. What did you see uh, that probably we didn't see at the time? Have you, have you watched it back? Mate, are you, all right, okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was... Uh, are you was, Carl? I think so, yeah. Yeah, wicked, <laughs> mate. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what we watched, I thought it was an all-around good performance in, in for a majority of it. It's the first game, I think, that we've drawn where we've had less possession than the opposition and something like the, only the fourth or fifth time that's happened under Bielsa in, I don't know, massive amount of games. Um, so I, I thought defensively, Struik was class, absolutely savage. He's not a central defensive midfielder and he should never be played there ever again. Um, I think Cooper is going to struggle to get back in. I know Jay isn't here to blast on Cooper for a while. but um, And uh, I think... Left back is all we're missing on. I think that back line is absolutely dinging. Um, I thought it 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 performed very well. KP in the middle of the park was solid enough. I think he did enough without having as much possession as he has done previously in other games. But he's he done enough in that game. I think to 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 merit you know a good performance and whatnot. But then 
you've just got Rodrigo coming on for his 20 minute cameo uh, yeah. in the second half. <laughs> I don't know if it's give it just... a bit longer than that, wasn't it? It was yeah, like, I think, came on, I think, came I think on. Bamford went odd. off in the third. No, 35 so, minutes, Bamford went off. Was it? The 35th minute, and then I think he, Rodrigo on. was replaced oh, in about the 70th minute or so. So I think he did, I think he had about 35 minutes. But but yeah, I think I think you're quite right in what you say about KP. Mm. played a completely different role into some of the other, compared to some of the other games, uh, mm. in that he was there just to read the game more than anything. There wasn't those, you know, them diagonal passes and them through, through balls over the top and, and pinging the ball around as, as much because we didn't have that possession. Um, he, he, but he filled it really well, and I t- totally agree with what you say about strike. Um, however, I'm probably going to have to disagree with what you say about Cooper coming back into the team. I think he walked straight back in, um, and that's not me thinking he's a better player than strike. And I don't. I think strike's a far better player. I think he's too much of a leader, and we also see him as too important to the team to, to, to leave him out. What are your thoughts on that, Shannon? No, I I agree with that. I I reckon he's gonna. Cooper's just going to come back in straight away. I mean, it's Bielsa, you know what he's like. He, I think he has his favourites that, you know, he, he sticks to and he knows what works. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the game all round, it, it, I mean, is it, it's considering we had less possession and everything. I mean, those few chances we got in there, I mean, they were really, I mean, it was sad that we couldn't get the finish on to them. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it, it was just frustrating. It was. Um, it was. But that's typical Leeds, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And it, it, and it was, it, I think I've said it in the last two or three pods I've been on, when we've been beaten, we've almost looked like, even though we've been beaten, or, or I mean, we only drew, I mean, we, we got a point against Chelsea, but even though we've been beaten, West Ham, we still look like a team that probably should have scored more goals. Uh, and the same at Chelsea as well. The, mm. the, the, the commentators were very much Chelsea lost, dropped two points. Dropped two points there. It was very, it was lucky Leeds got a draw. But and I think if you watched it as a neutral and, uh, and as a, or as a Leeds fan, we probably had the better chances. And and, and the keeper, their keeper, probably made the better saves. Mm. I, I watched it. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. Go for Chan. Sorry. I I watched the game with um. So my my friends are a Liverpool fans. So um, I watched. A, with them and they have a, a pretty neutral stance on the matches that they watch with me and it's great to see what they they have to say about our team because they do think you know it's all about the you know the attack we have and they they honestly can't understand how we can't get those final finishes in because we have those chances you know when we do um yeah. but yeah it's just one of those things isn't it yeah, absolutely. Very, just mirrors uh, all the last season, and I say it again, I'm probably echoing myself really. Um, when when we get these chances, when we just need to be able to bury them, you know, that's the difference between a mid-table league and a probably pushing for Europe league this season. Um, I still think it'd be a far far too optimistic for us as a team from the start of the season to be pushing for Europe. But when you look back and look at the games that we have lost and how we've lost them. It wouldn't have been unrealistic, and I think we probably could have been pushing. Mm. And I think a few signings in the summer, and and the expectation next year is that we're pushing for at least the Europa League. What do you think about that, Gilly? Um, I think it's really tough to be able to call specifically around that element purely on the basis that we expect that fans are going to be back in, and we just don't know what the dynamic of that will be. Um, I think if you look at Liverpool and their form at the moment, you know they've they've fallen apart, completely fallen apart. They've just gone. Um, and you know, 
there's a lot of talk around about um, Anfield's uh, crowd being a bit of a myth and not quite as good as people make out. But um, it, it's such a difficult season to call based on uh, there being no fans there and based on everything else going on around it and players living in bubbles and a lack of pre-season and, and a lack of preparation um, that it's really difficult to call as to exactly what will happen next season. Um, but what, what you can see is, provided Bielsa stays for a start, is that we've got the basis of a very good, capable squad that we've not, we're now in a position where we don't have the overhang of uh, multiple seasons of wages and, and the costs having gone up on the basis of that. So we expect that we're going to be able to spend some cash. Now, whether that'll be Depaul sort of money or not is, is, is to be uh, defined. <laughs> yeah, we all hope so. Um, we really need that. Just to touch on the midfield, actually, from the Chelsea game, if, if, you, um, if you cast your mind back to when uh, Fragile Frank was, was in charge of them, um, one thing that, that did happen is uh, Click was caught out of position a few times. He, uh, you know, he, was, he was caught the wrong side of a very, very capable midfielder he was up against. But um, Dallas being in there uh, and not at left-back actually allowed us to be a lot more solid in central midfield. Now, we weren't quite as creative uh, and I think if you talk about uh, the chances that we had, I, I kind of disagree with what you're saying, Luke, in, in as much as we made them better than they actually were. If you think of um, Roberts's chance from the edge of the box, he, you know, he had no right to get that on target. And, and you know, there was no right for the save to be made either. To be fair, it was a worldy of a save as well as a worldy of an effort. But it was only a half chance, really, from the edge mm. of the box. Um, you know, we, we, we did. We did uh, but you know, if, if you look at Havertz, he's got to score that. You know, it's straight at Melia and it's straight at head height. So he, he just puts it straight over. He's got to score that. I'm sorry, but what did they spend? £71 million pounds on him? And, Something like that, yeah. Um, and, and, but the, th- the thing about that chance and the thing that scared me is Phillips had that. He had that. Yeah. And then all of a he sudden... He away from him. He was nowhere near him. <laughs> and I'm like, he moved away. What, what's, just, what's just happened? Yeah. Um, so so that, that was a, bit, a little bit perplexing. But on balance, you know, we deserved something out of that game. Against a team like Chelsea that is established European football team, uh, I think that's I think that's a great point. Uh, I think on another day we could have taken three, but on another day we'd have probably lost that game as well. So uh, I think just to sort of tie that tie that up, I think uh, I think we were all happy with a point, weren't we? Yeah, I think uh, like like uh, I, I think I mentioned on the podcast before uh, the main part before the Chelsea game. Chelsea had won 11 on, or had been unbeaten for 11, but I didn't particularly feel that they had actually played very well in any of them 11 games where they'd kind of, you know, you kind of go, oh, Jesus, Chelsea, Chelsea are, are back. They? They're hard to yeah. beat. They're not great. But, They're not great going forward, but they are yeah. They're difficult to beat. Yeah, yeah. And I, ju- I, I just felt that that was the same kind of performance from them on, on Saturday. We just, like, if they came up against a team better and more capable than us, I think they'd have got their arses handed to them on Saturday if they played like that, I think, personally. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think the, the hype around Chelsea and the way Tuchel is doing it at the moment is, I think it's a bit perplexing because it's a little early in the in his reign to be kind of going, oh, they're back. can't do any worse like than this. Frank. And, no, and I'm <laughs> delighted Frank isn't there anymore, to be fair, but I just think a I'm better not. team... They've got better. Yeah, they're not playing better football though, are they? But I mean, they're getting more better results. They get better results, yeah. So that takes us on then to our Chelsea predictions, Gilly. I know we usually come to you for this part of the show. So, how did we get on? How did I get on? Well, I think you can probably tell from the tone of voice there 
Um, so uh, Luke and Kay were the only ones to call any f- form of, of, of result. So Luke, I think you went two all. Uh, Kay went one all, which means you get three points each. Uh, nobody else got a point. <laughs> no one at all. Just, um, just quickly on that, Gilly, before you do go on, should I not got four points for that? Because the, you get a point for the right score. Mm. No, you, no, you get five have, points so, for the right score, don't you? Five points. You get for the right five score. points for the right result. You get yeah. three points for the difference in result. Which is you what get I got. One point for the. Yeah, so you got your three points. You don't and get your one point on point top part. of that. Well, your one point is if you call the result the right way, but don't get the right. Oh, difference. I did. I did. You did. I got both. But you get your three instead of your one. Four points, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, carry on. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, I, I would kick myself. Usually, what I do is if I think it's going to be a, a, a loss to Leeds, is I go on a draw. And this time I could not see anything but a Chelsea win. I really couldn't. I would really, no I, you know, I, I thought we were going to get tonked. So this is the first time I've backed against Leeds. Um, and if I'd not done that, I would have been top. <laughs> <laughs> How did everyone else get on their mats? Um, so Rex went 3-0 Chelsea. Um, Jay went 4-1 Leeds as he always does. Um, uh, on on the on the balance of uh, everybody else going, so Cal doesn't play. Um, you know, he, he, he's a pussy, doesn't get involved. <laughs> but um, one of the reasons for this, actually, while I was there on Saturday, <laughs> it's a valid it's enough it, reason. Like it is, he tried winning some money on Leeds, and they got absolutely fucking spanked. So yeah. I, 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 I'd rather he didn't back us. To be fair, yeah. yeah so uh, so uh, Cal, Cal never backs anything, and what, what I do with that, just to keep him involved in it, is uh, the most prevalent prediction is the one that Carl gets so from the rest of the predictions in the league uh, and the, the, the predictions of the league so uh, Adam, Nicola Becky, uh, Brenda and um, Rex all went 3-0 Chelsea <laughs> so that's, that's what Carl got as well. To be fair got... Becky did actually go with 3-1 but it was too late I'd locked it in because she'd, she'd read it but not responded in time Still so put it on 3-0 three, three so it is wrong, wrong. Um, uh, Ash and Bren and Jay, because he always does, were the only ones that went with a Leeds result. Oh, well, that takes us up nicely. And I'm sure you'll be releasing <laughs> the uh, the table soon so we can all gloat. Well, I can gloat that now. Move from being a uh, Aston Villa West Ham side to being a, a you know, Leeds Championship side from last season. Yeah. <laughs> um, wicked. Um, superb. Um yeah, great stuff, Matt. Thank you ever so much for that. Uh, we'll look forward to the predictions a little bit later on when we make some for Friday night at Fulham. So the next part of this whole kerfuffle is uh, the poll result that Smarty puts out every week uh, in preparation for, for recording the main podcast. Uh, and he's very kindly passed the baton on to Carl this evening to, to go over the poll results. Off you crack, right. Carl. Cheers, Luke. Thanks a million. Uh, so each week we ask the listeners to choose the main subject for the pod. So the following, from the following, Meslier, France's number one by 2022. Alioski, the gala Tasserai debate. And COVID fans, who gets tickets and who misses out? And uh, the winner this week is Meslier for France number one. So I'm going to go to Gilly first on this one. Gilly, what do you think? Uh... We've covered uh, it a bit before, but 
by 2022, I think he's a bit of a stretch. You know, he's a very capable player, and um, you know, I, I think that he will do well in the future. He's playing at the right level, um, and you know, he's he's a record breaker now um, for under 21 keeper and, and, and clean sheets. And I, I believe uh, I saw a start of the weekend that he's still in the position of having made the most saves in the Premier League. Um, so he's he's in the firing line. He's he's proving his worth. Um, I think that there, there are, you know, he, we saw it in the Arsenal game and have seen it on, on a regular basis since that his distribution is good, but he does sometimes make mistakes. Um, so I think he will be in the squad for France, uh, potentially, uh, after the Euros. Uh, but whether he'll be with the number one, I think, that's, I think that's a bit too soon in his career. And I think that you'd be in a position where if he makes a high-profile mistake for his international side, you know, we've, we've talked before about the, the, um, the pressure and the situation that we're in without fans and without any real expectation other than survival for Leeds this season. You know, Stroik and Melia, they're in a position where they've benefited from that situation because there's not the same sort of cauldron of pressure that you would otherwise find. Um, but as we move forward, that, that dynamic will change. And I think dealing with that and the pressure of the international stage, I think that that's, it's too soon in his career. Personally. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, no, I think, I think you're making valid points as well. And uh, I think, I, I, I do agree with you, he will probably be on the bench after the Euros. From from the Euros onwards, I think he'll he'll probably make the bench. You know, um, Sean, what do you think? Do you, do do you feel he's it's too soon? Yeah, no, I, I agree. For the, I agree with that. There's no absolutely no rush for him to be, mm. you know, performing like. Well, I mean, he's already a phenomenal keeper. You know, he you can see through the, all the stats and everything that he's great. Yeah. But but like you said, there's there's it's it's a stretch. For, for that yeah. he, he is making a very strong case for himself to be fair um, he's the highest rated keeper this weekend in the top five leagues in Europe he made uh, the under 21s though that is no no no, no he was yeah, in yeah. the no I, I, I I'll no, get no, it up I'll, I'll get it for you no no I'll <laughs> get it for you I'll send uh, yeah it's okay it's okay don't worry I'll get the other <laughs> one and I'll send it to you it's fine he was in I don't, uh, want, you, it, I don't want you putting the uh, the pod into distribute when everyone's sending loads of shit and saying get that fucking Irishman off you don't know what <laughs> he's on about well once I prove a point to you then you can put it on Twitter and go Carl was right so we can go with that in a little while it'll be alright but he was basically <laughs> he, he was the highest rated keeper in the top five leagues uh, yeah, out, out of <laughs> <laughs> Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I put it in the chat earlier, Carl. I know you did, but then I came across another one where it was like a, fa- a five-a-side of the top five rated players. And it was only five players because it was made up a five-a-side league. And four of them were on ten. Oh, that's, lo- that's fucking bullshit anyway, then, because <laughs> it was five t- it was five players in a team. <laughs> fucking... Like... <laughs> How do you fucking argue with that? Like, <laughs> there's no fucking point. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm too tired to deal with this. <laughs> so what? Just, so send I, you over. I will. I will. Luke, what do you think anyway? <laughs> uh, well, I think he's done really well to get into the under-21s team of the week across Europe's top five leagues. That's for sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking finding this year. <laughs> but he's also, he's also, uh, he's also on Sofa Scores Premier Premier League team of the week. He made it a goal on there as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think I think you're quite right. I think it's far too early. He's got a lot of competition in front of him. You know, like Solaris, Ariola, Mandana. Um, and and there's probably a few more. I think there's even bit better keepers than him at, uh, at 21 level at, at France at the minute. So, uh, so yeah, fun, fun, he's having a fantastic season. Not going to take it away from him. He's playing at a fantastic standard. Uh, but to cut things short, he's uh, he's not going to be ready to play under 21s by 2022. Uh, sorry, okay. not play under 21s. Play for France first team. He will be able to play under 21s because <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the top rated keepers at under 21. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> under 21 level. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> that churning is going on. And on, and on, and on. It's going to be fucking the cream is going to be butter soon. Um, <laughs> so look, it, it, there's, there was another part to the poll that we wanted to discuss. Um, it's uh, Arioski to potentially Galatasaray. Uh, now, a lot of people have different views on on. What they feel about it, um, but I'd I'd like to throw this one at you, Shannon, just to maybe get us going on it. You, you mm-hmm. you've mentioned that uh, you've lived in Turkey for a while, and, and yeah, so yeah. I've lived in Istanbul, and I've been to the Galatasaray Stadium. Everything, uh, a lot of my friends that I had over there. I mean, it's hard to meet anyone that's not well. One of the big uh, Turkish league fans, Besiktas, Fenerbahce. Although, so I, I had quite a few Galatasaray um, fan like friends, and you know, I think if we were talking about someone like Calvin Phillips here, it'd probably be a bit more. I think we'd have a, a few more people, uh, probably, in uproar about it. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I I I don't. See, it's a hard one because you don't want him to go to a team like that. But also at the same time, I could understand the move. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a hard one. Like, so it was so many opinions about the club. I mean, my opinions are very maybe biased because I've been there and I have friends that support them. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just what, one of those, isn't it? What, what What's the... What are their like? Obviously, it's it's a long time ago now, and it's something that we'll never forget because we celebrate it every time that it mm. comes around to the anniversary. But yeah. what are the the newer generation of Galatasaray fans? What are they? What are their okay. opinions of Leeds? Are are is it kind of like we've got the, we we just we're, we're not into them at all? Like, and and our younger fans know why. Mm-hmm. Is it the same for Galatasaray with Leeds? No, well. I had this discussion when I went over there because obviously I love football. Everyone knows that. And it's such a, I'd always watch the matches there. And um, a lot of my friends that I had were obviously around the same age as me. And they obviously what happened was tragic and, you know, shouldn't have happened at all. And they know that they, they Mm -hmm. genuinely know that. And they, they don't want to talk about, like they don't want to be associated because it, it, it's, it was a totally different, generation mm. of fans that, that are you know that that are tied to that event and the, the, the newer you know that you get you always get those fans you know that are over that will never let go of you obviously of course that but 
I clung to that as a as a hatred. But um, generally, a lot of the younger fans just want to not be associated with something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's that's understandable. Like, and, and uh, Luke, what the, what what's your feeling on Alioski potentially going to Galatasaray? Or I I know what my view is on it, but yeah, I, I'll, so I've I'd say I've changed minute. I've changed my opinion on this a couple of times. I've I go I've been on holiday to Turkey a number of times. I'm not one of these people who says I'm not ever going to go to Turkey. Um, however, my view on Galatasaray as a club is is very much stained and I think from that um, even if I, to, to the point that even if I'm playing a game of FIFA and somebody puts an offer in from Galatasaray I won't even acknowledge it it's that that is that it's that sort of simple honestly um, however in terms of Alioski I, I firstly I didn't think he was out of contract this summer so I thought the clubs were out having dealings with, uh, and meetings and, and conversations mm-hmm. uh, in which case I thought it was wrong I think it was disrespectful of our club to be having those conversations with Galatasaray based on what had happened. Um, however, I now understand he's out of contract and it's him that's just making contact with the club. Um, mm. In which case, it's very, very different to me. Um, he's coming to the end of his career. He's got an opportunity to potentially be playing in Europe and you know keep his family happy and 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 and, and make some money. Um, and and yeah, so my my opinions changed somewhat. He's not quite rightly what Shannon said. It's not Calvin Phillips. He's not, you know, he's not the the prodigal son of Leeds United. Albeit he's been here, he's been a fantastic servant to the club, but it's not like Alan Smith or um, Calvin Phillips going to, to to another club, you know, um, another club that we hate. So, so yeah, as I say, my, my opinions have changed somewhat, quite dramatically. On the one hand, I was angry uh, to start with when I thought that we were giving them the time of day and we were actually negotiating transfer fees and speaking to the club and representatives and whatnot. But but no, I think I think my opinion changed when I found out he was a free agent and he's basically just trying to get get one more payday, potentially play in Europe and um and yeah, do well for himself and his family. So it's completely changed my opinion. Uh, and I wish him all the best in whatever he decides to do. Yeah. What about yourself, Gilly? Um Quite similar. You know, I, I, I have, I have, I have a love for Alioski. I think he's brilliant because he's completely batshit crazy, and I think that's ace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know what? He brings a colour to the squad and to the game that that you don't always see in players. You know, there's there's maybe less than one percent of players that have that personality that always comes across. Um, and I, I love that in a player. I really do. I, I think it's great. Um, and. You know, um, to the point of shouting at Calvin in the swimming pool and all of those things that, 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 that we, we, we see. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he, he's, he's, I, I loved watching him play with Saiz. They had, they had a chemistry together. Um, yeah, obviously, Saiz moved on. But um, I, I, I've, I've got a lot of time for Alioski. At the same time, it was 21 years ago that, that um, the horrendous incidents happened. And I don't know how old Alioski was at the point, but mm. you know, not particularly. It, it would 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 be the, the statement there. Um, mm. So he he wouldn't really know that bit. Plus, he's from North Macedonia, um, which is much more in terms of geography, much closer to his home. Um, so you know, if he wanted to be back closer to family and all of that sort of stuff, and you know, he, he is uh, his contract is up, and if if that is a pretty major payday and allows him to play in Europe next season. You can understand it. Mm. I won't lie. I don't like the thought. I don't want to see him in one of their shirts. I, I really don't, but I can understand it. 
you know, and, and yeah, I, I will I will say we, we did um, uh, we did mention to the, to the debutant on on the uh, the pod that that we do avoid saying one certain word on on this pod because I've got to go and edit it out. But Kewell is a <laughs> and we are <laughs> Alioski won't be. It, it's not the same thing. He wasn't there that night, mm-hmm. and Kewell was. He wasn't involved in the club at all at the time that 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 that, that happened. So. It's a completely different dynamic, and and the fact that you know he is looking for a move towards the end of his career, you can understand him making that that decision if that's what happens. Yeah, I I I'd be about I'd be in the same line of thinking. I think I mentioned it before on on Twitter or something, and like we didn't nurture him like we nurtured Kuehl from a young lad, and he came through the academy, and like you said, he 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 was there that night, and he played the next day, and it was like you know it. That, that, that was, you know, it, it cut him as much as it cut the club and, and the fan base. And for him to do that was totally disrespectful. But I, like, we, we know now exactly. that... <clears throat> yeah, we know that That's Alioski's what it's about. Respect. And Alioski yeah. has nothing to do with the club. Kewell knew it. Yeah. I've refused to get into it about Kewell, to be honest with you, because it makes me really angry. Um, yeah. That's why I didn't really mention it on my part. But <clears> yeah, absolutely. So it's about respect. And, 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 and he's been a fantastic servant to our club. Uh, yeah. And I think we should send him with the best wishes. Albeit, yeah, it's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a twat that is going to um, to get to, to that to, the, to them. Um, yeah. If he could go anywhere else, we'd prefer that. I'm sure as a fan base, but we can't hold it against him, man. Come on, do you know what I mean? No, it's it, it, it'd be wrong. Considering he would absolutely like he he'll always be a player that got us promoted, and he you know yeah. that. Him moving there won't tarnish his reputation because of. The I think way it's it will. Going. I think it will among some fans. I think there's the real, you know, They're better dead than though. red. I'm not going on all this to Turkey. That type it's... of fan, you know, a proper old school Leeds Dar fan. Um, yeah. That that well, type of fan, it probably will. But I, you know I don't. What? I don't think it should. Fuck like, off, think... Miller, you old bastard. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm one of the Leeds Dars. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I said he might, but I won't hate him for it. But um, no. there, there will yeah. be some that do. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just like like if it was a, a youth player going like then like Shannon said if it was Calvin or something like that then you'd understand. But he's out of contract and it's his agent and him that are are negotiating the move. It's nothing to do with the club. So I don't he, think anybody will be happy about it. I don't think I'm not no. going to say that everyone's going to be happy, but I think no. in a nutshell, there's going to be a group, majority of fans are going to wish him well and be unhappy about it. But then you're going to have a small amount of fans that are going to. You know, they'll be all over Twitter and, and whatever else, and 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 they'll probably make a bit of a fool of themselves anyway. Cool. Yeah, we've wrapped I think that so, up. Yeah. Anybody awesome. else got any any further thoughts on that before we do move on to uh, a bit about Friday? Mm. Ah, keep it quiet then. Let's talk about under twenty one Meslier. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, as I said, we'll we'll move on then. We'll we'll have a bit of a chat about uh, Friday's game at Fulham, which for me is not an important game because I think we are safe. But on the other hand, they're playing some fucking good football and getting some results, aren't they? It's going to be tougher than I think, and in London. Um, mm. So it couldn't have come at worse time for us to play a team in London, and we need to try and break this hoodoo. Um, but how do we see it going? And uh, and I'll start with yourself, Shannon. What 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 what's your expectations for Friday night? I mean, I I expect a a, a Leeds win. I, I <laughs> hope. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I always feel when I come to these kind of teams, and I'm, I expect us to show up, we never do. I, I I seem to feel like it should for us. 
be a good game and we should be able to, you know, get some goals in. But, you know, you, I, you I never know what Leeds going to turn up, yeah. No, and it, it never happens. So, I mean, I don't know if this is me just, you know, saying it and it just not happening or what. But, yeah, it's, I mean, I'd, I'm hoping that we're, I expect us to get a win. Is there, I mean, is there, is there anybody you're looking forward to see, see playing after the last performance in a lead shot? You're hoping that strike gets the nod again? Because it, it looks like Cooper is not going to be playing again because he wasn't selected for mm. the Scotland squad for the international mm. break, which I highlighted earlier on Twitter. Um, so it looks likely, but Cock's been back as well. Cock played dinner the other night. So is there anybody you're looking forward to or anybody you think that should be getting a shirt? Is Bamford still out? We haven't heard anything on Bamford yeah. yet. No. We'll probably know tomorrow with the presser, won't we? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, um, in particular, I'd, I'd, I'm excited to see Koch back out and playing. You can say you can say his name properly. You can say I'm excited to see Koch. You can say you want to see the cock out. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the out on the yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wicked. Um, yeah, I think it'd be good. I think I think he, he played on. I think he played CDM for the twenty threes the other night. Uh, last night, yesterday, yesterday it was the daytime. Um, yeah. I think he played till half time at CDM. Uh, so I'm yeah. quite looking forward to him getting back. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, what do you what, what do you think? Friday, what's 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 going down? Do you know um... Craven Cottage? Yeah, the the Bamford situation does does concern me because um, we're going to see Roberts playing up front if it's not Bamford because I think that the, the think? dynamic. Well, it looks like it because the change that was made at the weekend was uh, Roberts up front. Yeah, and uh, Rodrigo to ten. And it? we had Rodrigo there, so you know if if we play him as a, he wants to play as a nine, I suppose that's an opportunity for him to go and show what he can do. But um, Bamford's so crucial to the way that we play. Uh, he, he's absolutely critical and, and if he's not there it does concern me um, but you know we've said it a couple of times now there's no better chance to break the London hoodoo <laughs> than you know they, they, they have turned a corner um, he's still wearing a Bladigan but uh, they're still in the bottom three but they're putting some results together but uh, Tom Kearney always plays well against us he's not back um, no. but I really, really appreciate the fact that Bobby Decodover reads injured because I don't have to hear him saying his full name every time he gets the yeah, yeah. He does my tits in. I know it's pure Every wild. time, man. <laughs> really? Like, I tell you, just call him Reed. Who's the other lad that, that they signed who's dangerous as fuck, though? The players, usually plays on the left, and he missed a stupid penalty in it right at the start of the season, oh. do you remember? Oh, yeah, the young fella. What's his name? He is good, though, isn't he? Did he come from Cole, a big money on him. side? Coleman yeah, spent, or Cole? No, it won't Coleman. He spent a lot of money on him. Luckman. Adam Ola Luckman. Adam Ola, yeah, that's the one. And, yeah, he's, he's dangerous. I mean, they've got some fucking good players, man. Uh, yeah. They've got that... They've, they've, they've got a really good side. And as I say, they're putting some good results together. But um, how do you see it going, Carl? Do you see any different to, to Gilly and Shannon? Do you see Leeds win? Do you see it tougher than expected or what? I think Fulham are playing quite well at the moment, like was already highlighted. And um, I think they're out of, out of the ones down the bottom. I think they're going to overtake the, the Brighton and Newcastle above them. And I think it'll be between no, Brighton and Newcastle. No, I don't think. Free fall. 
They are in like, the, the, the worst over over the last 10, 12 matches. They're they're in the worst form. They've they've had four points out of the last twelve games. Yeah, they are. Table, they? But but it, it, well, as people are, yeah, but as people are pointing out, <laughs> Brighton are playing great football, but they can't finish their fucking dinner. Like so, <laughs> yeah. It's like who who do you put money? At? Who do you they put won the other day, Brighton? Yeah, they won the other Jesus, night two one, didn't they? It was a it scrap, West like. Yeah, so Somebody, anyway, but I like they, they they haven't really scored. They've been off the boil in relation to putting the ball in the back of the net. But I I think it's between Newcastle and uh, I think it's going to be between Newcastle and Brighton for that final spot. Yeah, and uh, after we play Fulham. Yeah, well, and do, in in terms of the Fulham game then Friday, do you, do you see us doing a job on him then, or do you think we'll we'll struggle? Well, we've got a we've got one point on a London pitch so far this season. So who's to say we can't get a second one? You know, <laughs> and against the See, London think, team, and against yeah, the I, London team, maybe the tide is turning. Maybe Spurs think, did us a favour. I think we're gonna fucking hammer them. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, yeah, That's... I do. I think I think we've waited all season. I think we've waited all season for this just to give him a right, you know, they've got a bit of fucking results, so they've got fucking Parker running up and down with his fucking fist bump, the wanker, and I think, I, I fucking hate Fulham, I, I, I don't know why, but I just hate fucking hate them, because they're just fucking horrible London wankers. I hate it when you sit on the fence like this. I think it stems from the games when, when you know, from the championship games when uh, and things, and I, I, don't, I don't know why, there's no particular reason, because I, they're a no, nothing team to me, Fulham. But I just fucking I don't like Scott Parker either. Uh, I just hope we do a proper number on him and beat him fucking five 0 or something stupid. Um, but I think we will as well. I think we've come. I think we've come out with Chelsea defend a big defensive effort against Chelsea. Uh, and I think we've got. To, I think. I think it very much depends on the team. Actually, I think. I think it's important we've got Bamford. Uh, otherwise, Roberts is getting that trick instead. Um, and yeah, I think. I think. I just think we're going to be. Too good, too strong. We've played them. I don't know how many times. I don't think Scott Park has beaten Bielsa, has he? Did they beat us earlier this season? No, we beat him, didn't we? At our place. Yeah, we hammered them at our well, yeah, three or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Park has beaten Bielsa for some reason, but that could be wrong. Stats will probably pick me up on that later on in the week. Um, yeah. That's the one where Mitro bitch came in with his elbow, wasn't it? Mitro bitch, man, yeah. you winding full of fans up with that the last time, man. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, same. That's another reason I fucking because he's a wanker. Yeah, I'd fucking love to play against him oh, with chocolate knees. It, it, it'll be worth the whole. Like that's yeah, it'll be worth it when you can just call him Mitro bitch again whenever he does. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. But yeah, I think I, th- I think it's going to be. It's, it's probably the worst time to play Fulham at home uh, in terms mm. of the season and, and results and things. But I just think that these are the games we need to be winning. Um, and if they do stay up, then it's the game next season we should be taking six points from with ease. Um, so based on that, yeah, what we're going to go then? Predictions? Are you going to get text some predictions down for us, Gilly? Yeah, I can let them now. So um, I'll go around the, uh, um, the the order that you appear on my screen. So Luke, you're first. I'm going to be a gent and I'm going to go newbies and Shannon first. Go on, go for oh, it, Shannon. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> I, think, I think you know what I'm going to go for anyway. Um, I think I'm going to take it easy and go for a 2-1 winter leads. I think. 
You reckon this is the game, Shannon, do you? Yeah. <laughs> this is the three-pointer. I think we're just going to snatch it at the end, <laughs> I reckon. I think I reckon we'll be drawing up until a, a certain point, and I think someone's just going to come whack in at the end. I- I like this debutant. Like She's absolutely <laughs> smashing it with this already. Like positivity <laughs> through the roof. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, wicked. Um, so I am going to go for, and I'm actually going to have ten pounds on this with Skybet. I'm going to go five nil leads. Whoa! <laughs> Fucking have it. You want? What's if that in comes that in? Vape? <laughs> huh? I'm going to go from. Hey, do you know what, Shannon? I nearly got it right the other week. Another score. And the scorers, do you remember? I got one scorer wrong for like 800 quid. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not talking to you, Shannon. I'm talking to these two. But... Yeah, I do remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. I, got, I picked all the scorers. Yeah, because I backed it as well. Yeah. I think, I think we uh, did. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go 5 0. And depending who starts at nine, we'll get an at trick. It'll either be Tyler Roberts or Patrick Bamford. Sweet you read it here nice. first. You read it here first. Nice. Um, Cal, Cal doesn't play. Um, no. As I said, Cal's, Cal's a bit of a bitch. Um, I'm bringing my football home. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay always goes far one leads. Uh, it's not coming yet, uh, and he's, he's he's still doing all right in prediction league. To be fair, he's he's um, he's joint with me and Bren. <laughs> How is that's even possible on that? Like, how is he doing that? <laughs> um, and, and yeah, so from a um, a perspective of the result, I I, I actually think a three one leads. Um, I think it'll be a, a, a strong performance. I think we will get one at the death, but I think it'll have been quite quite comfortable. They'll get one about 70 minutes and then we'll finish it off at about 85. If we're going to be quite specific about it, that's the way I see it going. But I think, you know, 2-0 coasting at halftime, I think. You know nice. what you should do? Nice. Set up a little crystal ball there next to your desk. Just start, start, r- start rubbing it like uh, Richard O'Brien. <laughs> we'll see if it comes in. <laughs> Mr. Gilly. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'll, I'll go and I'll um, I'll collect all of the responses for everybody else. Uh, Luke, back to you. Wicked. Um, so this is the part of every week where we um, basically slag off the opposition manager if we can, <laughs> or support the opposition, or support the opposition manager. Basically, if you pick the hawk, you're slagging off the opposition manager. If you don't, then you better have a fucking good reason. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, we've got the hook topic, which basically for you, Shannon, uh, means you can either select, uh, this is hypothetically speaking, the hook, David Hockaday, to lead Leeds to Europe, or you can select Scotty Parker, the little prick, to lead <laughs> Leeds in the future. The choice is yours, Shannon, but make the right one. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, not Scott Parker. <laughs> I got the eyes then, and it just felt felt like I was uh, gonna get killed if I said yeah. anything. See, that's not fair. You should have let her have a good guess there for herself on the first show. Okay, okay let me rewind then. <laughs> you pick whoever you like, Shannon. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I think I'll stick with what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> For my own safety. <laughs> I don't think no bias in that whatsoever. I wasn't. No. Um, no, I, I, I would stick with that. Probably. And your reasoning? Any particular reason? Not <laughs> really. <laughs> 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 okay. It's fine. Carl, come on. Who are you going for? Are you going to go for David? 
Durex Hockaday. <laughs> oh. Scotty, Peter Parker. Oh, right. Like, Scott's got a bigger river to put the players in, which ideally isn't fair. Um, <laughs> because, you know, the current is just going to make them stronger, like, you know. So, because the hawk is improvised and put them in a stream, um, he has a 10-metre swimming badge and his cycling proficiency as well as teaching in a, an all-boys school. Um, so, yeah, it's going to have to be the hawk, I'm afraid. Because Scott Parker's a tool who buys his jackets so from DFS. <laughs> DFS? Is that not a sofa shop? It, it is. is yeah. Did you not see the jacket he was wearing the last day? It looked like it was one it of them. It does look plush... like upholstery. Yeah, padded upholstery and squares and shit. So I'm yeah, just it. because he like he bought it in the sale that never ends at DFS. <laughs> you buy it upstairs, you get your downstairs free. Right. Um, <laughs> Gilly, come on then. With it. Who are you picking? So, do you know, early in this season, um, I, I really, really had an intense dislike for Scott Parker. Mm. The reason for that was uh, he had more than a touch of the Lampard. Um, in recent weeks, I genuinely, I think that he's come out of his shell a little bit. And I think that in, in the post-match interviews, he's really come across as being quite a bit better, not as petulant, not as Teddy's out of the pram, not as stop crying Frank Lampard. It's come across quite well. Uh, but regardless of all of that, he can fuck off. It's the hawk. Because... <laughs> pa- <laughs> I, was fucking, I, was, I was having palpitations then. Well, I was going to start the CBD oil out and everything. Parker's <laughs> been at Norwich. He's been at Chelsea. He's been at West Ham. He's been at Tottenham. And, do you know, I, I, he uh, might as well have... What was the last one? Tottenham. Tottenham. That's how he said it, didn't he? Tottenham. Tottenham. Um, so do you know what he can he can he can, he can just fuck off yeah get in the bin get in the seat yeah I've, I've made my fucking uh, thoughts quite apparent on uh, on Scott Parker and I don't like the hook and I actually do pick I even picked Steve Bruce the other week over the hook a scummer um, yeah, yeah exactly exactly how's the bacon abuse for him uh, <laughs> that's why you picked him how's the bacon, how's the bacon did you say um, so yeah I'm going to go for uh, David, don't let him know your kids. Hockaday. <laughs> We're probably going to get oh, sued. I'm now, sorry, I'm taking that out. <laughs> all, all views of individual podcasts are of individuals and not of the group member. <laughs> um, yeah, the little fucking dwarf. I'm going to go for Hockaday anyway. Uh, anyway, I think that. I think that's probably a good reason as any to, to, to begin wrapping up uh, yeah. before we do get a law case <laughs> on our hands and I have to yeah. uh, abscond to somewhere in Africa uh, because <laughs> because David Ockaday sends the boys in after me and by boys I mean children. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus so, so yeah, um, thanks ever so much Shannon for making your debut with us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Um, we keep your eyes peeled, everybody, for Baradian Coke, which is going to be hosted by Cal. Uh, no, it's not. It's going to be hosted by Adam and joined by Cal. 
And what? just 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 one other thing before uh, before we finish is I just wanted to call attention to uh, Sheffield United and those Sheffield <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> yeah. Wilder can get fucked. They changed them and got absolutely battered with another of our ex-managers that are shite. Yeah. So can, we can, play I just, them? can we just join in with a laugh? Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't call attention to the fact we're going to play them because they're oh, going to no, turn no. up and they're going to be world beaters. You can oh, see it. That's what I was about to say. turn into Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, fucking Chris Wilder, Muppets from Sheffield, all that bollocks. Um, but, yeah, keep an eye open for Brad and Cook. We've got Cal and Adam. I think Adam, the uh, mad Adam, he's going to be hosting that. Um, and we'll have Adam. another stats episode out probably Friday morning, Thursday night with myself, probably, and uh, resident statman, LUFC stats Andrew Dalton uh, a couple of other things to look forward to as well over the international break we've got a couple of uh, secrets that we'll be releasing uh, and giving you a few little a little tasters of them and, and, and something to wet your whistle a couple of a uh, couple of interviews with some some ex-players and people related to the club and sports and things so keep your eyes peeled for those as ever thank you ever so much for joining us and we will see you again next week thanks very much Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Barati and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.